You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome in to another Tuesday episode of Locked On Saints, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don't forget, whether you're listening to us on your favorite podcast provider or watching on YouTube, that we're here with you every single Monday through Friday, five days a week covering your New Orleans Saints. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the running backs. We're going to be previewing the running back position ahead of training camp and talking about how many backs could potentially make the roster once we get to the 53-man cutdown. So we'll take a look at all of that as we continue our position-by-position preview, making sure you know every name on the Saints roster ahead of training camp. But first, are the New Orleans Saints in danger of losing cap guru Kai Harley. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, co-managing editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com, your Tuesday co-host over at the National Locked On NFL podcast. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked On Saints, your team every day. family diving right into today's episode of Locked on Saints. Of course, if you want to know more about what's going on around the NFL, you can also hear me on today's episode of Locked on NFL with Luke Braun, and you can also check out the Peacock and Williamson NFL show as well. But today here on Locked on Saints, as always, we're focused on the New Orleans Saints. So I want to talk a little bit about the Saints cap guru, Kai Harley, who could be in line now for more recognition around the league and potentially more opportunity as well. According to Luke Johnson of the New Orleans Advocate Times Picayune, you've seen him here on the show before. You can follow him on Twitter at by Luke Johnson. Kai Harley has been participating or is set to participate in the NFL's inaugural general manager forum. Now, this is a program that's been created in order to be able to help the advancement of minority candidates in NFL front offices, a very important program. As of 32 teams, there are only five current minority general managers across the NFL, three of them hired this past offseason. Of course, that includes Terry Fontenot, who was hired by the Atlanta Falcons, former New Orleans Saints vice president and assistant general manager of pro personnel, that position now held by Michael Parenton, just like Terry Fontenot, a uh, Tulane graduate, has a very similar trajectory to Terry Fontenot. But for Kai Harley, could he end up being the next New Orleans Saints front office member to take a general management position elsewhere. Of course, that remains to be seen. But when it comes down to it, this is an important opportunity for him because he's sort of been the guy in New Orleans for, I mean, he's been with the Saints since 2008, held his current position over the last few seasons. And with that, you've seen or really more than a few seasons. But with that, you've seen him navigate the salary cap and allow and help the Saints to navigate the salary cap by pioneering different uh, sort of practices and processes that are not being used anywhere else in the NFL or are just now starting to be used across the NFL. Things like void years, restructuring contracts, kicking the can down the road, taking advantage of a rising salary cap year in and year out, and even finding a way to keep a team afloat when they're $100 million over the salary cap thanks to a global pandemic. Now, if you think that this general manager forum is what's going to put Kai Harley on the map, you'd be mistaken, right? That $100 million overage that he helped to navigate for the New Orleans Saints front office that also allowed them to keep their core of very talented young players, maintain another player in Marcus Williams on a on a franchise tag, maintain two players on a fifth year option, and navigate one of those fifth year uh, one of those fifth year options with 
uh, Marshawn Lattimore by converting the majority of it to a signing bonus and adding void void years to save the Saints $7.4, $7.5 million this offseason. That all put Kai Harley on the map, right? That was already going to happen for this guy. Now he gets an opportunity to be able to go and see for himself how he can help to build his own tools to be able to control his own opportunities and advancement within the NFL. Now he can still advance with the New Orleans Saints, right? There's still assistant general manager tags they can give him. They can still find ways to give him more than his current uh, title, which is vice president of football administration, give him a raise based on the title, all of that to keep him around and maintain competitive. Not only does this potentially raise his profile a little bit, right? He put himself on the map already, but not only does this help raise his profile with other teams, but it helps to raise his profile internally within the New Orleans Saints organization as well, who are all about trying to find ways to help the advancement of minority coaching candidates as well as minority front office members, just like we saw with Terry Fontenot and other coaches as well. For instance, Ronald Curry, who moved into the quarterback coach position after uh, Joe Lombardi left to head over to the offensive coordinator position with the Los Angeles Chargers. So they've done a very good job with this. You've heard Sean Payton talk about how he and Mickey Loomis have been intent about this. They talked about it with Steve Weish and Jim Trotter over at the Huddle and Flow podcast, an incredible interview that he did. And then now you see something similar here with Kai Harley kind of taking it into his own hands, going into this general manager forum, which is going to be helping with the advancement of minority candidates in NFL front offices. So does this mean that he's going to get a general manager position right away and we're never going to see him again? No, not at all, right? This is going to take some time. And of course, he'll be with the Saints this upcoming season. But beyond that, we'll have to see how all of this pans out. Trust me, the New Orleans Saints don't want to lose Kai Harley any less than New Orleans Saints fans don't want to lose Kai Harley, right? So you're going to see him and the Saints uh, continue to uh, work together here and the Saints do what they have to do to try to maintain him and keep him around, but obviously won't do anything to slow his advancement if opportunities do become available that they aren't able to compare to. So a big shout out and congratulations to Kai Harley. We'll keep you up to date with him as well as anything going on with the NFL or excuse me, the New Orleans Saints front office and coaching staff as we continue through the offseason here, but seems that everything is safe going into 2021. We'll see what happens as they move forward. Remember, any team that ends up having a minority candidate hired away into a general management position or into an advanced position ends up with two compensatory third round picks as well as a part of that advancement incentive as well. I find that less effective than something like a general manager forum like what they're doing here, but all practices are practices and all processes are processes for a reason. So we'll see how all of this ends up panning out for the benefit of a guy like Kai Harley, who deserves a little bit of shine, maybe not this much shine, but deserves a little bit of shine heading into uh, or continuing through his very successful NFL career thus far. Coming up next, we're going to break down the New Orleans Saints running back position. We're going position by position here to make sure that you meet all, and well, I'm not going to say all 90 because they haven't filled out their 90-man roster yet, but every single name on the New Orleans Saints roster ahead of training camp. So we'll get you up to date with the running backs here next as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, y'all, if you are NBA fans, you're going to want to be tuned in to the Locked on NBA YouTube page as well as at Locked on Network on Twitter to be able to catch the live NBA lottery draft show that we're doing. So you're going to want to check all of that out and get the immediate reactions as uh, our NBA hosts will be reacting live to the draft lottery uh, over at betonline.ag plus 525 when it comes to the Rockets, Pistons, and Magic, who are all the favorites, of course, to achieve the number one, the first overall pick. And then you have a tier two here with the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. So if you want to get in on any of that action, head over to betonline.ag, sign up for a free account, 
And then when you put in your money to place your bet, don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, so you can get a 50% welcome bonus on top of your very first deposit. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you put down 100, you'll get an extra 50 over at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. All right, Huda Nation, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. We are expecting a big announcement from the Senior Bowl or Senior Bowl Executive Director Jim Nagy. That includes Drew Brees. He tweeted out last night that there would be an announcement this morning that includes these two guys and then posted photos of both Drew Brees and Dak Prescott. So I'll keep you up to date with that. I was kind of hoping that the news would actually break in the morning so that I would be able to bring it into the show here. But I'm keeping an eye out on it. I have my notifications on once we get something then I'll make sure that I jump in and I'll let you know. And hopefully we'll be able to get it in here on the show. If not, we'll talk about it in tomorrow's show. Of course, it's the advantage to having a daily show. We never miss any news. So today we're going to be taking a look at the running back position for the New Orleans Saints as we continue on with our look, our position by position breakdown, making sure you get to know every name on the Saints roster ahead of training camp. So let's start with the running backs or rather we started with quarterbacks yesterday. We're on to running backs today. The returning running back names that you need to know, of course, Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Ty Montgomery, Tony Jones Jr., and Dwayne Washington, all of which currently still on the roster, all of which were on the roster at some capacity last year. Tony Jones Jr. started off on the practice squad, ended up getting some reps in the Week 17 game against the Carolina Panthers when Dwayne Washington, Latavius Murray, Michael Burton, and Alvin Kamara were all out due to COVID health and safety protocols. So you had a running back tandem of Ty Montgomery and Tony Jones Jr. Unfortunately, Tony Jones Jr. actually got hurt in that game. So it ended up being just a bunch of Ty Montgomery, which was fine because Ty Montgomery ended up rushing for over 100 yards. Alvin Kamara almost had a thousand yard rushing season, but had over 20 total touchdowns again in his career. He is so close to breaking so many records, even though he's just now going into what his fifth season. It's insane. Latavius Murray has been a fantastic duo back along with uh, Alvin Kamara running in between the tackles. He's six foot three, falls forward every time, continues to fight through contact, is a great pass blocker, and also developed as a pass catcher. Remember, he had over 40 targets last year as well. So he has been a great piece. He looks to remain with the New Orleans Saints going into 2021. And then, of course, Dwayne Washington, who has now been with the Saints for a few years and has essentially been a staple for them when it comes to uh, special teams. He's been a fantastic special team reform, and he missed some early portions of the season, also with COVID health and safety protocols as well, but ended up being back with the team here uh, throughout the rest of that season. And then also as we roll into 2021's training camp. Now let's talk about the new faces. So some of the new faces that you're going to see over the running back position, only one new player, Stevie Scott. So this has been mostly a copy and paste when it comes to the the roster. Last year, the Saints went in with these five running backs, along with Taquan Mizell, who is a bit of a hybrid running back slash wide receiver. He was cut in early August. This year, the Saints come in with the same five running backs and they add Stevie Scott who's a little bit more of a between the tackles kind of runner, only had 35, or excuse me, only had three 35 plus yard uh, plays in his entire career in college. He's not a big play guy, but he's a between the tackles, pick you up three, four tough yards kind of a guy. He's in the Latavius Murray mold, but Latavius Murray with a little bit more uh, breakaway potential than what you've seen 
with Stevie Scott, but he's now coming in as an undrafted free agent. And then the Saints have reloaded their fullback room here, bringing in Alex Arma, who used to play with the Carolina Panthers, played linebacker in college. And then speaking of that, they also have a guy that came in as an undrafted free agent last year, I believe it was from Northern Illinois, came in as an undrafted free agent linebacker last year for another team and is now converting over to fullback. That's Sutton Smith. He's actually still listed as a linebacker on the New Orleans Saints roster, but expect him to convert over to fullback over the process of training camp. So the two of them, Alex Arma and Sutton Smith, will be in camp as the only fullbacks on the team as Michael Burton has headed elsewhere, and he's no longer with the New Orleans Saints. Michael Burton, of course, who I consistently referred to as an MVP last season, he had a great season. You know, He was one of those guys that did a little bit of everything. He played special teams. He was a guy that you know, was a fantastic lead blocker. He was somebody you could line up out wide, put in motion. I mean, he was willing to do it all. And you'll see the same thing, I believe, from Alex Arma in 2021 if he ends up making the roster because he has some incredible athleticism uh, that I think the Saints will definitely utilize if he ends up being the one to make the roster. Sutton Smith, we'll see what happens with him. He's only six foot, 234 pounds as a linebacker. He'll need to bulk up a little bit in order to be effective as a full-time fullback but we'll see exactly what that ends up meaning for him and if he's able to do that. The weights that you see listed on the Saints roster right now are, you know, in some cases accurate, in some cases not. And then also the weight that you saw, if you saw anybody talking about weight during minicamp, is not actually indicative of what these players are going to be by the time they get to playing weight, which will happen as they get into training camp and throughout the training camp process. So we'll continue to see how all of that pans out when it comes to size for these players. So you're seeing a mostly consistent running back room for the New Orleans Saints, but which of these players will end up making the roster when it comes down to the 53-man roster cuts? That's what we're going to discuss next. How many will be on the roster and what will those names be? We'll try to project it here as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Built Bar, sponsored by Built Bar. Yes, Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And just like the New Orleans Saints running back room, Built Bars, mad consistent, mad consistent. Every flavor is amazing. Every flavor is delicious. And they have nine flavors for you to choose from, including some of my favorites, the ones that I like to highlight, coconut, coconut almond, tastes just like an almond joy covered in 100% chocolate. You also have peanut butter brownie, Mint brownie, which is one of my favorites, and salted caramel. They also have some fruit and chocolate flavors as well, if that's your thing. So they have a ton for you to choose from in terms of those nine flavors, but then they also have a bunch of other products for you to look at and limited edition offers over at BuiltBar.com as well. So make sure you check out the website, BuiltBar.com. And if you decide to pick up a box, you can get a sample box or you can get a sort of build your own box where you can pick up to three different flavors, mix and match a little bit. If you do that, make sure you use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, so you can get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Let's get it. Houdat Nation wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints, continuing our position by position preview ahead of the 2021 New Orleans Saints training camp session getting started on July 27th. Making sure you know every name 
on the roster. So we're talking about running backs here. We talked about and introduced you to the names that are on the roster, who's out, who's in, who's new, who's returning, all of that. Now let's talk about who makes the 53-man roster after cutdowns. I believe the Saints will probably look to keep three or four running backs and then also a fullback in addition. So let's start off with the running backs that we know are pretty much locks, I think, at this point. Alvin Kamara, of course, no questions asked, right? Uh, 187 rushes last year for 932 yards. Had he not uh, unfortunately missed that week 17 game, probably would have had his first thousand yard rushing season. Added on top of that, what, 756 receiving yards, five receiving touchdowns, 16 rushing touchdowns. I mean, the guy's just absolutely incredible. 21 total touchdowns, nearly 1,700 total yards in 2020. I mean, just a phenomenal, phenomenal season over the course of 15 games. And now not only do you expect him to be hopefully healthy for 16 games in 2021, but he also gets a 17th game to potentially add on to his production numbers as well. So every New Orleans Saints record should just be on watch right now for uh, Alvin Kamara. Now, we'll take a look at who I believe the second running back will be to make the roster. That, of course, is Latavius Murray. He had 146 carries himself, only 41 fewer than Alvin Kamara. So he got a lot of touches and a lot of opportunity over the course of 15 games himself. They played and missed the same number of games in the same actual games. Uh, 656 rushing yards and four touchdowns, but also ended up adding 176 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown as well and had a couple of nice plays in the playoffs uh, also. But he was a huge miss for the New Orleans Saints when it came to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. And I don't mean that he was a miss and that he underperformed. I mean, he wasn't available because he was injured and the New Orleans Saints missed him greatly. Remember, uh, Latavius Murray, 12 carries on third and short situations in the 2020 season converted first downs on 11 of those carries, over 90%. He's super reliable when it comes to what the Saints do on third down. And you remember that in that Tampa Bay game, the Saints were without not only uh, Taysom Hill, who was their third leading rusher in 2020, but also Latavius Murray, who was their second leading rusher in 2020. You also see uh, Ty Montgomery, I think, will continue to make this roster. It'll be interesting, though, to see how he fits in, right? Do the Saints do what they did with him last year and utilize him more as a wide receiver early on and then have him as an emergency running back that they can move over? I think that that's actually a pretty smart decision by the Saints if that's where the way they decide to go. And it didn't overutilize him at all, even early on in the season when he was spending most of his time out as a wide receiver. Now, he only appeared in six games, but he was also only targeted six times, only had three catches for 27 yards, but he did have 90 carries for 101 yards. All of that, of course, coming up against, or the majority of that, he had 104 rushing yards up against the uh, Carolina Panthers to close out the 2020 season in week 17. So now we already know sort of those three top running backs. If the Saints keep a fourth running back, I think it'll continue to be Dwayne Washington, who again, just continues to be exactly who they need over on the special team side. Tony Jones Jr., though, had a ton of special teams experience, particularly early in his career in Notre Dame, only his second year in the NFL is a little bit more of a bruising kind of bowling ball style running back, small, compact, but also uh, has uh, a ton of uh, strength and power uh, underneath his uh, or, or in his play as well. So I think with all of that, you could potentially see a little bit of a battle here between Dwayne Washington and Tony Jones Jr. If Tony Jones Jr. gets more of an opportunity over the course of this offseason. Remember, he didn't really have opportunity in the offseason last year because there were no preseason games to actually get a look at him. 
but let's also make sure that we temper our expectations because remember the Saints all don't always go with the guys that shine in the preseason right particularly at the running back position Boston Scott Devon Zigbo, they were fan favorites but they didn't make the roster so we'll see exactly who ends up standing out in terms of their ability to contribute in special teams which I think will be the most important part if the Saints look to keep a fourth running back and if the Saints still keep a fullback which I think they will particularly if Taysom Hill wins the quarterback competition. A fullback will have an expanded role as we talked about last week. So I think that that would be Alex Arma, who of course has a ton of NFL experience already, as opposed to Sutton Foster, who's transitioning from the defensive side of the ball to the offensive side. All right, y'all. So those are the running backs going into the New Orleans Saints training camp schedule. So far, we have the Saints in our position by position preview, keeping three quarterbacks and then a maximum of five running backs, which of course includes a fullback as well. So we'll see how all of that actually ends up panning out. But we'll continue on with our position by position preview, looking at wide receivers later on this week. But tomorrow for Wednesday's episode, of course, it's midweek fundamentals. And of course, we'll keep you up to date with whatever the senior bowl announcement is that regards Drew Brees. And of course, your midweek update to get you caught up on all of the news around the New Orleans Saints, including what Alvin Kamara is going to be doing with his free time over the course of the off season. Now that you're done here, you can go and check out the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski to get all the sports news that you need in under 20 minutes. I appreciate y'all so much for being here, for rating, reviewing, liking, subscribing. We're almost to 1,000 subscribers over on YouTube. So thank you to everybody who has supported in all of the different ways that we're trying to make sure that you have access to this coverage here as we continue on with another week of Locked On Saints. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them and trust you that nation. I'll holla at you.